Hello and welcome to the SEO podcast with me, Andy Kinsey. This week, we're going to round up what happened with the latest and the first Google update of 2023. And we'll be running through one of the biggest questions I get asked on a regular basis of how exactly Google search works, because it can be quite a tricky thing to answer. So, let's get started. So, what happened with the Google product review update? And if you remember back a couple of weeks when we were talking about it, we said it was going to take about two weeks to roll out. It took a little under that at about 10 to 12 days if we look at SEM Center and the other updating systems there are out there that monitor rankings and volatility. I was slightly wrong. This was a bit more volatile in the English speaking world. And of course, it was really quite volatile in the other 10 languages that have been added. And the reason we know this is because around 6% of searches generally, maybe slightly more, that are product review based are now really brand new websites or web pages rather in terms of their top what's in the top 10 and they have never been seen in the top 10 before and this is quite interesting it tells us that google has reassessed the quality of those pages it's reassessed the content and it's got rid of some bump basically now where this has particularly had an effect is um, beauty and fitness, which is almost 7%. Hobbies and leisure is almost almost 7%. And computers and electronics, which is just over 6%. We also see business and industry, which is 5.5%. And these are new, um, new search results. These are really interesting figures because they all also saw... Um, all the um, content dropped by over 2% each. And this tells us that Google was serious about getting on top of quality. And I think last July, we didn't see so much drop out as new content coming in. And it was a case of what we saw there was, yeah, we saw new content coming in, but we saw a bit of a mixed bag in terms of things remained a bit volatile for a few weeks and that's why we saw double updates coming in historically with this pro review but things have settled down over this two-week period and as i say that volatility kind of settled down quite quickly in this 10 to 12 day period as i say i don't think we're going to see another big update later in the year it will be interesting to see if google does think it needs to do that but I think at this point, it's not going to be the case. As I say, the upper end of this is about 7% new searches. The lower end, according to SEM Rush, is um, travel with 4.5% of new searches. So I think overall, this was quite volatile in the English language. Um, now, I take that with a bit of a pinch of salt. 
I don't think this is anything new in terms of a large update from Google. I think it's always going to be quite volatile when Google does a big update. And I think Google may, if we do some real analysis here, may have put in a, a bit more of an update than just product reviews. I think it was getting into quality of search because when we, or quality of content, I should say, because when we dig into this, I think it'll be about quality of content across the board because I've certainly seen other websites affected by this update and not just product reviews. So with that, let's move on to our question of the week, which is how does search work? Now, there are some great guides out there and I'll post a few links into the um, show notes. But basically, we can split search down into three sections. One is crawling or spidering as some people call it. And this is when Google comes to your website and finds the information. The second point is indexing. And this is where Google checks what it's found on your website. And third is serving that information. And you can think of this as when a user types into a search engine, in particular Google in this instance that we're going to focus on, how that information is shown to them on search, whether it's voice search, mobile or desktop. So let's dig into these a little bit further. So crawling, as I say, is when a bot, a little bit of script from search comes to your website and it basically downloads a page from your website. This can be done strictly as text. It can be your entire HTML. It can be parsing and loading your web page using JavaScript as Google does with some pages now. It can be loading it as mobile. It can be doing it as a desktop. And this is why Google now goes with mobile first, like, because it'd be loading it as mobile to see what that experience is like. It can be loading it to see what your mobile page speed is about. And it can be loading it on a restricted speed because it wants to see what it loads like, say, on a 3G mobile network, 4G mobile network, a typical broadband speed, say, in Manchester or London or New York because it will have real-life experience that is monitored through Google Analytics, through Chrome browser, etc. So it knows what the typical speed is in a certain area, and it wants to test whether your website is typical. And all of that is then reported back, along with your entire page, typically to Google. That is called crawling. It downloads your texture images, your videos, as I say, everything. That is entirely separate from indexing. Now, indexing is where Google analyzes the text it's found, your images, your videos, that is stored on Google servers. It also We'll do the analysis of your page load speed, the JavaScript it's found, any links between your internal pages, external pages, links coming into your pages. And it will store all of this as metadata of your page, of your website, in a database. 
and it will do all that and put all kind of contextual information that it has built using AI and its scripts around it. So if it has built a picture of your content to say this page is specifically about cats or dogs, it'll also say it's about animals. It'll then look at your images and say, oh, this is about a dog. This is a red dog, etc., etc." Then all of that will be categorized and there'll be little meta tags that are attached to it that Google's gone, oh, this is all relevant to this page. And that's how Google's built that little picture. It's how it knows that, for example, in the product review update, whether something is kind of good, thick quality content versus really thin, really spammy content. And it also knows whether your images are exactly the same as other images that are on the internet because it can compare those images. And it can literally say, well, this image is exactly the same as this image over here using AI. Even if you've cropped it or stuck another background on it, it will go, well, the main part of this image is exactly the same. And for example, if you take a picture of me and put it into Google's uh, image search, it'll go, well, that's Andy Kinsey because it knows who I am, but it will know that it's an entirely different context to another image because you've taken it from somewhere else. So it stores that in a large database and that's called indexing. The next stage is called serving. Now, this is where things get a bit tricky because some SEOs and some digital marketers will split this out into multiple sections. And in fact, they might even break out this first section into a fourth step. So the first section, oh, sorry, the second step, I should say. So what happens now is a user inputs a search. So let's say SEO in Manchester. And what happens, person presses enter, and in not point, no, no, not one second, Google returns a result. In that time, what has happened is Google has applied their search algorithms that are related to that search extremely quickly and delivered search results. The reality is, is some of those algorithms may have been applied before in between the initial indexing of those pages and the user searching. Now, those algorithms might be around content quality, they might be around site authority, they could be around any number of things. Google has many, many thousands, thousands of algorithms, although actually most SEOs focus on a couple of hundred. But they have thousands of patterns that probably apply in different ways, whether it's desktop search, voice search, mobile search, etc. And whether you're looking at certain features on a search page, there'll be different algorithms that have applied. Um, however, it will apply further algorithms based on a search and the context of that search. In particular, that's the case where if you're asking questions and you can ask further questions down the road, in particular with voice search and as we're now seeing with AI, that'll be even further case because you can ask a chain of questions. So what you find is that algorithms are applied at that stage in particular where you can see it. And 
this means that actually those algorithms return information to the end user. Now, what you will tend to find is irrelevant content is locked out at that point because of like the product review update we've just seen. The quality of content is much higher because there's that second round of algorithm updates. But also what you then get is the rich features element coming into play because Google understands user search intent. And so it will try to answer those search queries with snippets. So it might be things like maps, it might be videos from YouTube, or it could be saying the knowledge graph if you searched a person's name. Now, that is really important because what it means is that a user is, whilst they may not be fully happy with the answer straight away and they may still click to a website, they are likely to be partially satisfied with the result before they've even clicked on your website. And that's why embedding things like structured data into your website to fulfill someone's need on search before you've even got there can be really helpful. So if, for example, you embed search uh, data around your shop and it pulls out onto Google and suddenly they're clicking onto your website to find out your opening times, despite the fact they've already kind of seen them and they've seen your shop address on Google, it's a win-win because they've been partially satisfied and then they've come to your website to get that extra detail it's a win-win and even if they find your information on google and then come to your shop it's a win the reality is is throughout all of this process there are other factors at play too so things that can stop um indexing because google will always go and get your content things that can stop indexing and serving are things like having no index and robots.txt that block indexing. Um, you can have 404 errors, 500 server errors on your website and Google, depending on the number of errors you have on your website, can see this as bad quality of a website. So if you have a ton of 404 errors or a ton of 500 errors, it's not a great sign that a website is of high quality and if you have a lot of broken links it's the same kind of thing additionally if you have a lot of pages where your content is just like two paragraphs and there isn't a great reason for it again it's just going to tell google your content is really thin it's a different thing if you are showing off a portfolio of content sorry a portfolio of what and you're showing lots of imagery and you're saying this is a client and you're just putting up a bit of content and a link off to that client because that's a good reason that you might only have a paragraph or two whereas if it's meant to be i don't know an explanation of a specific topic and it doesn't link anywhere other than to a next page then two paragraphs probably isn't going to cut it in a world where Google wants quality content and it doesn't want you to waste people's time. And that's particularly the case if you've got, I don't know, say 
three or four adverts on that page as well. So Google wants high quality content. It wants depth of content. And having that will make your content indexing and the quality score you get from that in the algorithms much easier to attain. So that's how um, Google's search works. It works much the same for Bing, for pretty much all of the search engines. And yeah, the only slight difference you will find is in AI-powered search, where if you get to play with Bing's AI-powered search, which is G powered by ChatGPT, what that is actually doing is taking Bing's um, search index, which can be a little old at times, and it's basically taking the text off the page and contextualizing it and saying, okay, I want to answer this question in the best form possible. So if you ask it a question of who is someone or how tall are they or how can you do something, it'll take the answer from multiple pages and try and fit it together to answer your question. And that is an entirely different approach to serving search results based on what would give the best contextual answer, which could be an academic paper. It could be a straight up answer for how tall someone is, um, such as a Wikipedia page, or is someone married to someone? So it could be a page um, off on a celebrity magazine website. The reality is, is that AI will try and give you a straight up answer with a source cited or multiple sources cited and it can either just go I don't know the answer to that or get the answer straight up wrong which I've seen in multiple videos and the other thing it can do is take a guess because if it can figure out for example the size of something based on an image then it will try and take a guess. And sometimes it goes right, sometimes it goes wrong. AI is weird and wonderful, and it's not quite that yet. Things will continue to improve, but as with all things, AI is based on what it knows. And AI on Bing right now is based on the index it has. And as I say, that index from Bing is not amazing it's not the most up-to-date index unless you have a large website and it will be interesting to see how it develops it will also be interesting to see how it compares to google's bard ai in coming weeks when more in the wild as such testing occurs and videos of that come out so yeah let's wait and see but for now i don't think it stacks up but people are excited so let's wait and see that's it for this week i hope you've enjoyed this dive into how search indexing search crawling and how search is served using algorithms works if you've got any questions on this leave them in the comments below the video on youtube or tweet us at the SEO pod. I've been Andy Kinsey. I'll see you next week.